Welcome to episode 19 of the Couch of Randomness. I am John, I am your host, and on the couch with me as always... Rose. So this week, well, past week, Comic-Con happened, and guess what? Yeah. We have a lot, a lot of trailers to go so through. Many. It was kind of insane on that. But in a good way. In a good way, in a very good way. Uh, tacking onto the trailers, Mark Millar has some new stuff coming out with Netflix. That's absolutely exciting to me. Nintendo. Hey, guess what? You've got some new physical stuff coming out, and one thing actually kind of shocks me. Like, it's really cool, yeah. but okay, I'm down with it. And you know what? There's going to be some gushing, there's going to be some squealing, and then whatever I do about Doctor Who. Nice. I do gush and squeal. <laughs> Jody Whitaker, get the bomb. Pretty much. So sit down on this couch and let's have some fun. Trailers. Trailers everywhere. This is a trailers happy episode. It really is. I mean, it, this week's con- the, the past week is Comic-Con. It's going on yeah. right now while we're recording, but it's yet last week. Yeah. So so if anything comes out on Sunday, we're missing that because we're, we we're record on Sunday. Sunday. But I trailer all sorts of trailers come out. Let's just jump into them. Yeah. Because let's do this. So the first one that has legitimately caught my eye and I'm saying this is an Oscar contender. I think so, too. I think this will be Oscar t- contender. Now, this isn't related to Comic-Con, but it did drop this week. Boy Erased. Yeah. My God, this looks absolutely amazing. It's written and directed by Joel Edgerton. That's exciting. That is exciting, because you need to go back and watch his... F- I want to say it was his first directorial debut, but I think he's written some stuff before. Uh-huh. But if you go back and watch The Gift, you don't know what you're watching, but it's really good. I remember I was like, what is going See, on? you didn't like The Gift. I, I know and you're right. I know you I did not like the gift. I loved the book and I thought the movie was really well done. Wait, are we talking about the same movie? Probably not. The gift from Joel Edgerton was like a guy comes back from like lives back, goes, goes back to his high, hometown where he was in high school. And um, the guy like Joel Edgerton was the guy who would like leave gifts on the front door. And he was really upset about like a prank that was played on him by that same guy in high school. And they're like in their forties now. Like I, I, the gift you're talking about has, uh, yeah, no, I, I remember the two differences. Yeah. That, that, but that gift. Yeah. I did not like I that thought, gift based off the book. This was Joel Edgerton. Yeah, I totally forgot what the name of that one was. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The, yeah, this one. This one's a little bit different. That would have been good if you had led with that. Yeah, I should have. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should have. I there should. are two movies There's called two, The Gift. Two movies called The and Gift, and they're recent. They came out within the last like five, six years. Yeah, I think that the gift that you're talking about from the book and Joel Edgerton's gifts were like within the year of each yeah. other. That makes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should. You're like, what are you talking about? You loved it. You didn't love it. No, no, I hated that movie. <laughs> that that uh, Taylor Swift was in that movie. I yeah. hated that movie. It was stupid. I thought it was really good. So. No, no, this one, the Joel Edgerton one looks good, but let's, okay, Boy, Boy Erased. Okay, so Boy Erased has Russell Crowe, Nicole Kidman is back, I'm really excited that she's back. Yeah, she took a weird hiatus. Yeah, but I don't blame her. I don't blame I mean, sometimes you, you need a break. Especially her. Yeah. Especially her. And Lucas, ha- Lucas Hedges. Uh, Lucas Hedges was in, like, two or three movies last o- Oscar season. Yeah. He was in Lady Bird, uh, three bill- billboards, billboards outside Ebbing's, Missouri, and there was another one that we keep on forgetting no it was just those two for the oscar movies but he was in something else that we really liked that i'm blanking on yeah um but basically lucas hedges plays a gay kid and russell crowe is his father and he's a preacher yep so russell crowe sends his son to get the gay conditioned out of him yeah and i I like in this trailer they they showed that and then they showed uh nicole kidman and her struggle with you're my son though the, you, you, like, you I love don't God have, and I love my husband, but you're my son. You're my son. And it, there, you could tell from this trailer that there is just this internal struggle yeah. with this family. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It Joel Edgerton awesome. is in this movie and he, play, um, he plays right. like the preacher or the person that they send the son to. Yeah. To he's get the like gay in, out. He's in charge of this the camp or camp something like that. Or, uh, oh, what's it? Uh, rehab. Rehab. Yeah, that that might be the best way to put it. For I think this. that's kind of the closest thing. Yeah, from and, what I understand, in these it, places, it looks um, like Lucas Hedges can act. Yes, I mean, I love him. I mean, hands down, he can act. 
and he looks like he can pull this off fantastically and just it he fights back that it's not a condition this is just yeah. who i am pretty much get over it and i'm yeah. like yes yeah absolutely i love this and i i really think we're gonna get best actor out of him's nomination I, th- I think there's a chance i think there's a chance and i kind of want joel edgerton to get something for writing know. and I directing based on the trailer i think that nicole kidman could get best supporting actress well it's nicole kidman she should just be like yeah here you go here you at least get the nomination just because you're in yeah. a just controversial but probably from how joel edgerton tells stories needs to be told yeah this, this is this is something that needs to be told and i believe he does have the care enough to like We've got to frame it just right where, no, it's not a condition. This yeah. is not something that is an abomination. No. It's just, they're people. Yeah. That's that's plain and simple. These I, are people. These are just people. deal with it. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. I cannot yeah. wait. Uh, November 2nd? Yes. Yeah, awesome. So the next one, going to the complete opposite of a story that needs to be told, and probably what's happening right now in society. Somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Is Assassination Nation. That... We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, something about social media and if you post too much, then people want to kill you. Something, yeah, where, like, what would happen if all of your social media and your text messages got released to everyone in the same town? Yeah. And then, like, you just decide that you want to kill everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, It's small town, I want to kill my neighbor. Yeah. How that lines up and uh, whatever. I don't know. I think it's made for people who really love all of the Purge movies. Yes, I mean, and they want a different version of that. I can I can see that, and but I, I feel like the Purge is better. Yes, the Purge, all I, of I, them. I've seen and one there and are two some crappy ones. Yeah. It looks like I've seen one and two. I haven't seen three, and then the first Purge just came out. Yeah, which we so haven't seen haven't yet. seen that one. I, but yeah, you're right. It's weird. I know Joel McHale's in this, and that really kind of like oh, yeah. really Joel McHale's yeah. in this movie. All right, whatever. But this is one of a meh. I don't really care. Yeah, going on with meh. I don't really care. Yeah. There's a new Robin Hood movie. It's coming out November, November 21st. Yeah. Uh, the reasons that I want to see this are oh, the same reason Karen I Edgerton see it. and Jamie Foxx. Isn't that weird? Let, let's let's take a quick step back. We have Taron Edgerton and Joel Edgerton. Edgerton, Edgerton too. Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's really weird some days that I'm like. I think I misspelled it. I think it's Taron Edgerton. It, yeah, that's right. It's Edgerton. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. It's uh, weird yeah. that like. They're similar last names. It happens. It, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, those are the reasons I'm excited more Taryn than Jamie yeah. Foxx because I like I feel, <laughs> I feel like Jamie Foxx's role in this is really playing to his strengths, though. True. And I think that it's going to be a fun, mindless movie. It looks like one where if you like get tickets and you have some extra time to spare then sure watch this movie if not then it looks like a good streaming movie yeah i'll give you that one i it's okay so watching this trailer the first one came out and then this one was like the first full kind of gives you the story trailer yeah the the very first trailer if people go back something that absolutely annoyed me watch uh taryn shoot a bow but don't worry about how he's like handling the bow Watch the bow itself. Like, <laughs> Does it, it not move? It, no, it bends way too much, and I think he's going to snap the stupid thing. Well, isn't that how bows are? Certain bows are supposed to. Certain look? bows bend back to a point, like a lot. Yeah, but there, this one like almost looked like the only thing that was holding it together was him holding it, and like it bent so far, or it's like so flimsy. Like when he released it in some I of the feel shots, like that's how it's supposed. to I'm be. sure it is. It's been I a long time since I shot a bow. Yeah. So, but it was just like really that. That seems odd. I but I, I agree. I think this is going to be just a mindless, stupid, like, do we need fun, fun action? Do we need Robin with, Hood? Like, awful story. I'm just like, you know what? You could have made this almost anything else in the same time period. And I would be more excited. For yeah. It. Like, let, let's be honest. The best Robin Hood movie is Men in Tights. And then after that is probably Disney's Robin Hood. I love yeah. that movie. Well, yeah. But then uh, also. We're going to talk about the 1991. With uh, um, Kevin, Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, Robin yeah Hood. that one's awesome. Oh, that one is awesome. I, I, do. I love that one. That one is great. But Don't that was... poo-poo my movie. I'm not going to poo-poo your movie, but I'm thinking about the last time we had Robin Hood was Russell Crowe. Yeah, we're not talking about those. That was an awful movie. <laughs> we're not talking about those. And then this one. But I, yeah, and of course the Disney one is amazing. The Disney one's great. The one... Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody's next. Yes. This is the first story trailer, and yeah. it looks amazing. 
I hope it's amazing. I hope the movie is as good as this trailer. Yeah, okay, that's a good way to put it, because you're right. Because the trailer looks awesome. But the the story, we're starting to, like, undercover a little more of the story, and the synopsis kind of is like... Yeah. Really? I don't know. Is that what... Uh, The synopsis of the movie is that it's Queen's story leading up to the Live Aid concert in 1985. Yeah. So... Queen and Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And there is a weird spot in Queen's history where Freddie Mercury just wanted to go do a solo career. Yeah. So do we focus on Queen? Do we focus? And I think it's going to be more focused on Freddie Mercury. I really hope it is. I think so, too, because I think it will be one of the greatest artists of forever. He is a crazy person, but in all the best ways. In all the best ways. And Remy Malik, I think I'm saying Malik, 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 Malik. I think it's Malik. Uh, at least the americanized version sure yeah that's true spot on freddie mercury yeah his mannerisms seem to be just absolutely spot on i'm actually really excited for this one this is probably going to be hopefully it's a sleeper hit like it looks like it's gonna be big because it's queen yeah but i think that i hope they do the story right where it's one of those indie ish kind of that would be nice but all, about is. a big, big personality. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. This one also comes out November 2nd. So I think that that's another good candidate for some, some type sort, of Oscars. Yeah, we will be in Oscar season by then. So yeah, yeah, I could see he I could see if Remy Remy does a good job. Best actor. Because I mean, if you're taking yeah. on Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Thank you. I, yeah. I blanked out on his name right there. You're taking <laughs> him on and you nailed it. Kinda yeah. Like Johnny Cash and Joaquin Phoenix. He nailed Johnny Cash. Yeah. So I was still upset that he didn't win Best Actor. That was great. So a, a movie that we didn't think we wanted. Yeah, some uh, Comic-Con trailers came out. Yeah. Glass. M. Night yeah. Shyamalan's Glass, continuing his trilogy of superhero movies that... We didn't realize was even even had a sequel yeah. until the end of Split. of Split. Yeah. Which, good for you. M night because we've been needing a good M night twist. Also, thank you for going back to a script that you wrote before you were making Big. bad movies. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and you're right. He went back to a script, probably reworked it a little bit. Yeah. He went, he legitimately went back to his roots about yeah. how to make a movie and how to write a movie. And I loved that. And I hope that he did that with glass. Oh, I do too. I hope it's where it's like, he has the idea or he had the idea. And thankfully, Split was so well received that he's like, all right, let's pull the trigger on this one now yeah. I mean, and rework it. It looks good. I mean, you can't. The trailer looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, you've got Samuel L. Jackson. You've got Bruce Willis. And you've got. God, what is his name? McAvoy. McAvoy. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. The other thing that I was not expecting from the trailer is Anya Taylor-Joy. She's back. She was in the first. She, she was, was a, in Split. Yeah, she was the one that got kidnapped. Yeah, I love, I love that. I love her so much. She, I, yeah. uh, she was in The Witch. Uh, she's been the pretty girl in a lot of movies. Oh my god, I forgot she was in The Witch. Yeah, holy she crap! Was, she was a blonde. She was a blonde. That's right. But she plays that role so well. Yeah, like the pretty girl who's not give the popular girl. Yeah, pretty girl who who's not the popular. Who actually wants to f- kind of fight back. Yeah. She- uh, like that other movie that she's in who that I want to see. It just came out recently. Um, she plays the pretty girl, like the princess or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, she meets up with somebody who uh, is just like, no, let's kill your stepdad. Oh, um, that not called Heathers. Heathers was a. I, I know it's a different th- one. Yeah. That was from like 1992. Yeah. I know what you're talking about because it has her boy, Anton. Thoroughbreds. Rest in peace. Yeah, Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Yes. Yeah. Which is also Anton Yelkin's last movie. Yes. And which we both want to see that. We just haven't yet. God, he he's missed. Oh, yes. Great actor, too. But yeah, yeah. Thoroughbreds looks amazing. It looks so dark. But yeah. So funny. And possibly stupid. And it's but, probably stupid. You know, but, could be fun. But yeah, I, I agree. Her bringing her back. I was love that. Spot on. I like, can't wait to see she, how she, in, it, she is a incorporated in this. than what we thought. I hope so. I, I I just I love that. I'm, I'm I really hope so. I almost hope that she's another super. I do too. I'm I'm kind of with you. Like, and you brought up a good point. Like, at the end of Split, sorry, what, spoilers, spoilers. Like when McAvoy, the Beast, was talking to I don't remember her character name right now, yeah. but oh, I'm not gonna fight you now because you're like almost you're damaged. like us. You're like us, 
And it, is that because she's damaged or is that because she's a superhero? Yeah. And I, I think I lean towards superhero because then that's yeah. M. Night kind of weaving a little bit harder of the twists. Yeah. Like she, you don't, I think like that it, would be really cool. Because it was shot, if I remember correctly, it was shot and kind of written how it was like she was a broken person or yeah. there's something wrong with her in that sense. Like she was split too. Like she was split too. But I think what you said, I'm like, that's. She might, I, I would love if she's able to control the beast and that's what makes him afraid. Like something, something so cool where she like, has like, if psychic she's the power. opposite of the beast, she would have to be because I mean, yeah, because I mean, if you already have the opposite of glass, glass, which is uh, uh, Bruce Willis's Bruce's character. character. Oh God. That would be so cool. Oh yes. Oh God. I can't wait. When's this one come amazing. out? Uh, this January? one. Yep. Yeah. January 18. Of this coming year, uh, so this coming January. Oh, um, yes. I'm excited. Oh, that just gave me chills. You're making weird noises. I'm let's sorry. Let's let's go on to a <laughs> Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. So I'm yeah. super excited for this movie. I, I know. I, I I when you and I were saw were saw this, we didn't review it at the time or the first no, one, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, but I know right and at where the to end find them. of of that movie, I literally turned to you going. I didn't know I needed the, needed the Wizarding World of Harry Potter back in my oh, life, yeah. and I'm so happy it's here. I'm so happy it's here. Like I'm going through and listening to all the Harry Potter books again, yep. and it's amazing. Yeah, I I love it so much. I will get on that as soon as I'm done with The Witcher. Probably. Yeah, I get that. I don't know, but so yeah. this movie brings back Eddie Redmayne and Jude Law is Dumbledore. Excuse me, and it's a great reentry to the Harry Potter world. It looks like, yeah. and I love that, like. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was set in America. Yeah. This one is going to a lot of different countries. I'm so excited to see how, how the wizarding world is in other in countries. countries. I agree. I think that's going to be super awesome. Yeah. I, it's it's really funny, too. I love that uh, J.K. Rowling wrote this one as well. Yes. So you know that there's some care there. I'm really hoping that she writes all five movies. I, I am, too. I know David Yates, the director, is mm -hmm. tapped to actually do... All five movies so far. That would be amazing because he and J.K. Rowling get along pretty well from what we've seen, or at least what they make together comes out awesome. Awesome, yeah. I mean, if you really look at it too, like I just pulled up his IMDb, he kind of understands Harry Potter because yeah. he did Order of the Phoenix, yeah. which is probably the second best one after uh, Alfonso Pris Coron's Prisoner of, Al Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Then he did Half Blood Prince, which I've already bitched about that one. That's my least favorite. And then Deathly Hollows part one and two. Yeah. Like he did the last four movies and now he's got all five. Like I'm looking at it. He has all five so far of the yeah. Fantastic Beast you saga. Know, unless we find something crazy on his social media. Let's so. not talk about social media. And OK, <laughs> I will segue real fast. A lot of people, not even in the Marvel universe, are coming to his defense on that. Like a lot I of people, that. but I'm not, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. We're talking about James Gunn, James Gunn. So go look up what's going on with him. We have our own views and they're split. And that's all we're going to say. Yeah. That's all we're going to say about that. Okay. Let me, let me come back to uh, the crimes of Grindelwald there. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like Jude Law is too young or his makeup is a little too young for Dumbledore? I cannot remember when this is set. I thought this was set in like the thirties. 30s okay, or 40s. Okay, so then 30s or 40s. Okay, so let's do some math real fast if we can. So Harry Potter is set in the 1990s. Yes. And we have a flashback scene in the second one to 30 years before, mm -hmm. which makes it the 1960s. And Dumbledore is pretty old, so this is going back another 30 years. I don't... Well, we don't know how old Dumbledore is, though, do That's we? true. I mean, maybe he just goes through some stuff and he ages because, really fast. I like, mean, we've seen that. Let's think about muggles. Like, we age a lot between, like, 40 and 70. Yeah. Like, we start showing our age somewhere around 50 to 60. Yes. So, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at IMDb to see if they tell us when, like, it's actually set. Yeah. Um, um, confirmed that the story arc will span. Oh, this is J.K. Rowling has confirmed that the story arc will of the series will span 19 years leading up to the epic battle of geez. Dumbledore and Grindelwald in 1945. Okay. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's then how, I, I, like, I'll retract my statement I, a little bit because then, yeah. It okay. Was, so it starts in 1926. So that's. Uh, I thought it took 
No, that would be the Great Depression. That makes sense for the America yeah. one. Yeah, that that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. So maybe a little Wait, too. The, yeah, the twenty the twenties was the Great Depression. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. The twenties was the Great Depression. I'm getting my dates mixed up. So yeah, maybe a little little too young but not much yeah and, and it's and movies i can kind also of- if he's still young and is still like if dumbledore is because i feel like he went through a very vain period in his life because yeah. a lot of people do this so might be it this might be his I vain period that. and he might actually be uh casting transfiguration on himself or just like changing his features to look a little bit younger than he actually is yeah I mean, because you might have a good point there, because I'm looking at I'm thinking about this. Johnny or Grindelwald, Johnny Depp looks significantly older than Jude Law's Dumbledore. Yeah, but sometimes younger people are attracted to older people. True. So I I don't hate it. I I don't hate it. I was it was just one of those things that like when he was announced, I'm like, I'm good with this because I actually I think Jude Law's a great actor. And then when they showed the first like production yeah. picture of it, I'm like, he seems a little but, on the young side. But let's also think about how little Jude Law has aged over the past few years. Valid point. He's like Keanu Reeves. Man doesn't age. Yeah. Valid, valid point. I never it's thought gonna about that. It's going to hit both of them it, one of these days. It will hit both of them. I hope it's not for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it, you, yeah. But I love them both and they are so handsome. So that's a good point. Never thought about that. Huh. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, guess what? Godzilla's coming back. And I'm excited. <laughs> Speaking about old things that don't age. So Godzilla King of the Monsters. That's the title of the movie. I like your notes because I agree with you. Yeah. They they showed almost every single monster in this movie. They were just like, like, monster, 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 monster. It was just like, hey, Stranger Things, you have L and you have monsters and the Demigorgon. Guess what? We have L, but we don't know her name yet. And we have more monsters. I wish I I wish I filmed this podcast. (laughs) It's, it's coming. I'm telling you guys right now. It's coming. I'm working Eventually. on it. Eventually. But Rose Within is like legitimately year, dancing, going, monsters, monsters, monsters everywhere. <laughs> hey, you got L? Well, guess what? We do too, but we don't know her name. Not okay. yet. Okay. I, I will admit, I, I understand why they did that, though, and showed all the monsters. Yeah. I mean, you have to up the ante. Well, you got to up the ante, but think about the original Godzilla, the rebooted Godzilla with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Godzilla was not in that movie. Like, it was so smoky and smoke. So, like. Yeah, you can really see. You couldn't really see. Like, I think you legitimately. I would go. But I don't know if we own this, but I would actually ask someone or, like, look up how many minutes full Godzilla where you can see him is in that movie. I would say it's under 10 parts of Godzilla. No, I don't. I want to see the full thing. Like, I'm not worried about the parts because they did a lot of. That weird horror kind of see Godzilla, but like door shut behind him or he's out in the background. Yeah, but I'm saying let's add those in. Uh, well, that's true. To we- give them the benefit of the doubt. True. Wait, didn't didn't Screen Junkies do that now that something about? Uh, like, I think they did the honest trailer for Godzilla and he's in it for like eight minutes or 18. I don't even like that. know, but it's something ridiculous. Honestly, I never I didn't grow up watching Godzilla movies. Yeah. So I I still don't get the hype. We need to okay uh, because I haven't seen like the only Godzilla movie that I've seen is the Aaron Taylor Johnson one. That's you, the you only didn't even see the Matthew Broderick one, the no. god awful one that is f- almost close to fun hate. When did that come out? Nineteen ninety eight. That was before you and I got together. I was not into those kind Good of movies. Point. Good point. I'm shocked that I saw Transformers. Yeah, I would say you because I'll, I'll be honest too. My first introduction to Godzilla, I'm sure I was younger and I saw a little bit of one of the older movies, and I didn't like it because I was like, "That's a guy in a suit." And now right. I'm older and I'm like, I appreciate the guy in the suit. Yeah. So I actually We're just like it's practical effects. Yeah, I, I'd it's re- amazing. I'd rather go back now and rewatch the old Japanese dubbed Godzilla. Yeah, I'm more I think okay with great. watching it now, especially since I'm going back and rewatch and watching the old Doctor Who's. Yeah, and you're kind of getting an appreciation like, of the history. I can of it. see all of these people that are just dressed up. Yeah, but it's really cool to see. Yeah, I I I think that's really cool. So maybe we should just go out because I think we can buy a random. And just watch yeah. the old Godzilla movies. I think that'd be fun to yeah. kind of get a history. I'm in it because it's like disaster movies. And this one looks like a lot of a lot of crap is going to blow up. Like there looked like a nuclear bomb in that trailer. The one thing that I want them to bring back. What's that? Let them fight. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, let them fight. <laughs> just Ken Watanabe just standing and there. And I'm glad he's with in this movie. Everything going just on around him. Up and he's like, and he's just let them fight. Like, Ken like, Watanabe, super quiet. Ken Watanabe, we hired you I to say that him. one line, and you did it because you're a badass. Yeah, I love him so much. So, okay, let's 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 end the trailer talk with two trailers that. We didn't. We knew we're probably coming. Yeah, but we didn't know we would get hyped for them. Yeah. So I was just like, ah, they're coming. Whatever. Whatever. I don't really care. They let's, actually look pretty decent. Let's start with Shazam. Yeah. It's got Zachary Levi. <laughs> My God, this movie and this movie literally looks like a movie of oh, this kid got his superpowers, but turns into adult, and this is what would happen if a like fourteen year old got those superpowers. Yeah. I mean, that is Shazam. Yeah, and it looked like they pulled it off for the movie. It actually does. And, like I didn't think that I would be excited for Shazam. It actually looks pretty fun. Yes, and I I, I truly enjoy Zachary Levi's. Like he looks like he's a kid. Like he's yeah. got that the eyes of a child, well, he like a fourteen grown up. He, he's, he's a big a, kid. Yeah, he's a huge. He's a man kid. child. And I love but him in the to death. in the positive way, man child. And it's really funny just watching this movie. And uh, is it weird that I'm cool that it's an origin story? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I I am too. I'm, I'm also just like, DC, can we get more of these? Yeah, like establish your character, not assume we care about them. Establish them to make us care. Please. Because I, I will fully admit right now, I care more about Shazam from that trailer than anyone in the Justice League. Except for the other. Except for the other one. <laughs> yeah. God help me. Aquaman looks cool. It actually does. Why does this look cool? Why? Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa. Thank you, Khal Drogo. Yes. But it looks awesome. Like, it's not taking itself seriously. And I think that's what the DC... Uh, Worlds of DC, I think, is what is now called. I think I saw that on Twitter. Oh, the streaming service? No, no, no. The DCEU is now called oh, Worlds okay. of DC. Okay. I'm cool with that. I don't hate that, because that way they don't have to have everything... It doesn't have to be connected, because Joaquin Phoenix is yeah. going to be the Joker. I don't want to talk We didn't talk about, about that. that. That's weird. I'm kind of cool, kind of not. I don't I'm, know. We'll figure that is. out later. But, yeah, Aquaman's... Aquaman looks good! It actually does. Or at least fun, and not drab, and dark, and brooding. It and, still looks dark. Oh, looks... Well, it, color palette. Color palette is on the darker side, but yeah. it, it doesn't look brooding and dark. It looks dark yeah. and fun. Also, I'm super excited because Nicole Kidman is also in this movie. She's everywhere right now. I love her. She is absolutely she is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's still, still got, got it. it. Still got it. But those are your trailers so far. Oh, and that one comes out oh. December 21st. Yes. And Shazam is and April 5th-ish. That's that's the prediction right now. Gotcha. Okay. I'm good with that. Um, But yeah, with Aquaman coming out December, part of me is just like, is this going to fill the Star Wars holiday movie void? I hope so. Because I feel like it would have beaten Solo. Yeah, I think it would have, too. And I think they're releasing at a right time, too, because they don't have a Marvel movie in November like yeah. Marvel usually does. So like it's literally DC's time to shine. Like, yeah. we we did this. This is ours. Aquaman, Jason Momoa, all in. And it's Let's fun. Do Let's do it. Yeah. And I, I can't believe I'm excited for Aquaman. That's really, know, right? really weird to say. I was not expecting that. All right, what's this about Netflix? Because we have to go through and talk about Netflix every now and then. Yeah, Especially when it's Mark Millar. We're contractually obligated by our non-existent contract. Hey, Netflix. To talk about Netflix. Call me, baby. I don't know what you would actually offer, <laughs> what we could do for you, but call me. You know what? We'll talk about you. That's what we'll do. Okay, so Mark Millar put out a tweet uh, that released what comic books of his are coming to Netflix as... I think series. I think I think they're series. So far as I know, they are series. So we've got Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, oh, there's okay. There's two shows. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, there's more than that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking at this right. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so Jupiter's Legacy is talking about superheroes that got their powers in the 1930s, and now they're the old guard, and like how that how they integrate with more current superheroes. Okay, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's very interesting. And I'm excited because Stephen S. DeKnight is actually going to be the showrunner for this. And he's going to direct the first episode. And he did uh, season, season one. one of Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, he was the showrunner for season one of Daredevil. Unfortunately, he his directorial debut we hated. Because it one? was um, the Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he also worked with Spartacus and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which there's still a big 
group of people who love Buffy. Yeah. I just never got into Buffy. And it's getting rebooted. FYI, just oh, letting everyone cool. know. Josh Whedon's coming uh, back. I forgot about that, too. Oh, and Stephen S. DeKnight actually signed a deal with Netflix. Overall oh. Netflix. Okay. So I'm kind cool. of excited about I'm that. D- I'm down with that. that. That looks fun. Um, And then the next one is called American Jesus. This, look, this looks insane to me, but because it's Mark Millar, I'm already on board. Also, I love that it's multilingual. Is it really? Yeah, it's going to be in Spanish and English. Awesome. And it's a 12-year-old boy who discovers he's the reincarnated Jesus Christ. That, I see. I, I like that. that those stories yeah. intrigue me. And because Mark Millar wrote it, I'm like, and like the S is going to hit the fan on yeah. this one. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, and the way that he knows he's Jesus is he can turn water into wine, make the crippled walk, and perhaps even raise the dead. Yeah, for three 12, miracles. Uh, we talked about like how a twelve or fourteen year old became a superhero. Yeah, how crazy is it gonna be? Like a twelve or four, twelve year old finds out he's Jesus. Yeah, I mean the shenanigans that that twelve year old will probably get into. Yeah, because it's Mark Millar. Okay, so those two are the shows. Those two are the shows, and then there are three movies. Yes, the first one is called Empress. Okay, so it's Queen Emporia is married to literally the worst dictator in the galaxy, King Morax. So then she has to escape with her children. Okay. And then she has to hide from Morax. And so there's going to be like teleporting from planet to planet, uh, trying to avoid the emperor. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, it's Mark Millar's it's a, yeah. and I'm interested to see how the different worlds look. Yeah. That's, that's what literally I'm like, how, how is the teleporting yeah. going to work and how are the different worlds going to look and the feel like them. looking at how he treated Mars with Watchmen. Yeah. I'm interested to see that. Yeah, uh, that's actually a valid, very valid point. I, I mean, it's really weird because it's like Mark Millar and we're like, we're in. I, I mean, that's about, like, well, we're in. We're going to watch this. Kick ass. Kick, uh, I love kick ass. Yeah. Uh, and then Huck. Huck is the next movie. Uh, in a quiet seaside town, Huck uses his special gifts to do a good deed every day. This is like Huckleberry Finn, but by Mark Millar? I don't think so. I think it's just his name is Huck. Okay. Uh, and in... Uh, as a thanks for the good deeds, the neighbors keep his, keep him a secret until one day there's a new person in town and this person tips off the press. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. I, that so more superhero. More superhero, but it seems like condensed small town superhero. That's yeah. What, from what's your description? Because I, ma- I made sure like. not to wa- read this. Yeah. Because I wanted I wanted a pure reaction out yeah. of this. So I'm like, I want. Small town superhero, quote yeah. unquote, and it, it 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 if it's like Ant Man where it's condensed in the same town, I think that'd work really well because yeah. I think superhero movies are getting way too big. I'm hoping that it's a small town like Broadchurch is a small town. Yes, I think it's going to be that, that type sti- of thing where it's a cool community. They've all banded together to keep Huck a secret. Okay, and then you have this new person in town. I'm I'm following that. So I think that could be cool. Yep. Uh, last movie. That's been announced so far is Sharky the Bounty Hunter. I I just love this because of the title. <laughs> yeah. I, well. Okay, so Sharky is a blue-collar bounty hunter tracking chem- criminals across the galaxy in his converted rocket-powered ice cream truck. And he's got a 10-year-old partner, and he's out for the biggest bounty of his career. I'm going to say we don't deserve this movie because it sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, this is written by Michael Bacall, who did Scott Pilgrim versus the World and Twenty One Jump Street. Ah, uh, crap! I'm already in. Yeah, crap. So that, that okay, should that, be fun. That's that's going to be insane with those. Yeah, that, that's that's nuts to me. I think that'll be really cool. I'm in. I'm 100 percent in. So I'm excited to get more information about these. Start yep. hearing the casting. The casting will be something insane, yeah. probably. I mean, with Netflix's power. Mark Millar's storytelling, all that stuff. I yeah. Yes, 100% in. Absolutely. Guess what time it is. What time is it? Cumberwatch. Dun, dun. Hey, Benedict. No, we actually found something. You actually said something. <laughs> so thank God I'm not going to do another <laughs> week of, hey, you want to okay, go for coffee? So- tea? I guess tea since you're oh, Brit. Tea with, tea with Benedict Cumberbatch Tea with Benedict be Cumberbatch. Benedict, hey, that- wait, wait, time out, time out. Hey, do you want to do that as a, like, YouTube show Benedict like once a month tea with Benedict Cumberbatch. We already saying I'm a little teapot. Exactly. I so we just that. we go have 15 20 minute tea with you wherever you're at, whatever movie you're shooting. 
I would do that. We don't even have to talk about what you're doing. No, we don't have to talk about. We you just talk to you. DAs. We can just yeah. talk to you about what's going on in life, and you can give like people life advice because people would actually probably take it and just yeah. Because you're an awesome dude. And I promise I will not fangirl over you for more than five minutes the first time that I meet you. And I promise I will not fangirl over you the, for the entire time that I know you. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest on that one, too. All right, no, what, I mean, I have to allow myself a little bit of fangirling. That's cool. That's cool. I, I completely understand. So what, what's Mr. Cumberbatch? What's, what's he talking about? Um, he's talking about Infinity War. Uh, of course he is. And he's talking about how he actually loves the cliffhanger ending. And that's, he seems like that kind of guy where yeah. it's like, you know, I what? Mean, after Sherlock. Yes. Yeah. Like he is a good per- person who loves that cliffhanger to bring more, to bring you back, get more story out yeah. of you to, for you to come back. He, he seems like that kind of a guy, which who's not, let's be honest. We, we all <laughs> like a good cliffhanger that makes us like question everything and who lives, who dies, what happened. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very cheap, but good story mechanism no story trope trope yeah that's probably <laughs> the best word i'm looking for i'm like trope yeah because but, why not but yeah he just he he loved that infinity war just ended on that cliffhanger where he died people died and yeah you don't know what's going to happen in infinity and, or Avenger, avengers 4 yeah and he's just like well i mean obviously a lot of the people who died are signed on for more movies so it's he loves that now there are all these theories about how things are going to come, come back, back how all the people that are gone are going to come back, how many people will survive in Infin- yeah. uh, Avengers 4. I still think, I, I think it's going to be uh, Tony making a time machine. I I, I have, I, I'll put 20 bucks down right now. I don't know about that, because now that we have Ant-Man trapped in the quantum zone. But Sorry. who's going to get him Sorry, out? Sorry, spoilers. Who's going to get him out, though? Tony. Tony's going to get him out. I think... Well, okay, so I personally think that, like, Captain Marvel is going to show up on that rooftop. Yeah. And she's going to bring him back. Okay. I think there's a chance for that. I could see that because as the stinger of Captain Marvel. Possibly. Or just her picking up uh, Nick Fury's pager. Yeah, I, I, I could, could see that, that as, too. A, as a stinger for Captain Marvel. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. They, just that way, all right, it's connected. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm in with that. All right, face bomb of the week. Let's do it. Oh, jeez. This is so funny. So, kids, everybody who listens to this, please read. Why? Why? Please. Why am I telling you to read? Well, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it makes you a better speller. It really does. And since we do like voices on our YouTube channel and Twitch Mondays and Wednesdays at seven Central, had to plug myself. <laughs> it we can. Re- I, I've been able to like voice act a little yeah. quote unquote voice act a little bit better because I'm reading a lot more. Yeah, but I'm really focusing in on spelling. Yes, I spell Stay a lot school. better. Stay in school. Learn to spell. Why? Well, John, I don't need to learn how to spell. I want to be a, ga- a game designer. <laughs> well, guess what, little Johnny? You, you still need to learn how to spell. And oh, here's why. Especially if you want to be a coder. Especially if you want to be a coder. So, Alien Colonial Marines. A trash of a game. Absolutely. Apparently. We've never played it. Never played it. Well, actually, I worked at GameStop when that came out. And I oh, actually played you? a demo of it. It's, oh, okay. It was trash. It was absolute trash. But there was an easy fix, an easy fix it to make it at least a little more entertaining, because one of the biggest gripes people had were the xenomorphs, the aliens or crappy AI characters that would just jump after you. And that's if anyone's ever seen alien or aliens, that's not what they do. They they kind of hunt in packs. They kind of separate you out from everyone else. They're like freaking velociraptors. Yeah, like they're they're sneaky. They'll jump up on you. And you didn't you didn't even know if they were there. Well, someone in the modding community decided to go. Let's look at some code. Look at the code because I'm bored. I'm bored. Let me look at the code. Well, obviously he can't see all of the code, but what he was able to see, the word is spelled like this: T E T H E R. That is the proper way to spell the word. Tether. Tether. Which I constantly misspell and put an A in there. That's how it was spelled in the code. T-E-A-T-H-E-R. That one little fix, taking out that A, made the Xenos AI tremendously better. 
like they would crawl. And like you could almost play the game. Yeah, you. They would crawl on the ground, which is what they do. They'd get on all fours and actually like weirdly gallop almost. Yeah. I mean, they still stood up, and he said yeah. that the modders were like, "Yeah, they don't like. They still jump after you, but it's not as frequent. They'll actually yeah. the the code is designed to know that they're tethered in a specific room, and the Xenos know where the vents are and where the uh, door is and how to actually move about the specific area that they're in when you're in there as well. So they use the environment to their advantage like a Xeno does. So the reason that this gets a full on facepalm this week is because in this line of code, tether appears twice. It was correctly spelled once. Yes. But the one that mattered the second time it was put in there, it was misspelled. Yeah. They, so developers, which I don't remember which one you are right now. Just double check, double check your work, triple check your work, have Google read your work. Please. It will. Yeah. Creepy. Go- Google will read your work back to you. That way you like it's good for English papers. Apparently I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. But you can actually have Google read back your paper so that you can see, oh, does this sound OK? Did I put is instead of are? Because you'll notice that when Google is reading it to did you. I, did I write tether instead of teether? Yeah. I mean, that that's very important. Yeah. Very important. I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't have saved the game, but it probably would have been at least slightly more entertaining. It might have gotten a higher review grade. Yeah, that's true, too, because it was it was garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. Pretty much. We're collectors. Yes. And, and Nintendo. We, we have something new to collect. I hate you right now. A little bit. I hate you. And especially since I wasn't too into this when I was a kid. Yeah, me I, neither. Sort of. I, I, so how, Nintendo's coming out with. Hot Wheels, Mario Kart Hot Wheels, to be more precise. They're pretty cool. They looking, are. I, I'm looking at the picture honestly, right now, and like, they're actually really cool. Go look up the picture, and you've got looks like Rosalina, Wario, Yoshi, Luigi, Toad, Peach, Mario, and Bowser. They're all in different cars too, which I I I yeah, love that. They're all in carts. They're all in carts. They're not going to be a motorcycle or which I would. I love. like the motorcycles. Yeah, I do too. But for Hot Wheels, I completely understand this, especially with the characters on them being yes. carts. Yep. Okay. So this is coming out June 2019. They're about going to be about $5 a pop. So far, there's only going to be these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them, which I, I'm down with. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to find like 22, 23 and figure out how to display them. These might actually stay in the box though. <laughs> yeah. Hot, Wheel, Hot Wheels are really still big. And side yeah. note. I used to work for CVS and we yeah. started selling uh, Hot Wheels. Uh-huh. You have no idea how many people would come into my store and go, hey, can you order extra Hot Wheels? That was one of the bigger things. Really? I had to like up the uh, order to get to my store. Okay. And I only had one. I had, I had a power wing. So when you walk in on an aisle, there's usually at the very beginning and end of an aisle, there's just this little stack of things on the on the aisle. It's called a power wing. That's the only place I had them. And I, I literally <laughs> filled every peg with as many far out oh, like wow. i had like six preach and it was the same like five or six gentlemen and ladies <laughs> and kids would come in yeah and they're like hey john i'm like hey mr so-and-so yeah i got a new order and i already stocked him for you that's funny and they would just come in and just dig through all of our heart wheels trying heart to find wheels. heart wheels trying to find the right one so i can only imagine how insane this is going to be with nintendo yeah so so this is going to be interesting hopefully um Hopefully Wario will be able to tell yeah, us. Wario sixty four. Hey guys, follow yeah. him hey. at Wario sixty four on yeah. Twitter. I'm really hoping we can pre order these. Oh yeah, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight them. I, I will pre. I really them. don't. So it's 2018. Uh huh. Guess what kind of game is coming out? We have wait wait. Let me let me redo this. It is 2018. Uh-huh. We have fantastic consoles: the Xbox One X, the PlayStation Four Pro, the Wii, or not? Oh my God, the Switch. Sorry. We've been talking about the Wii and the Wii U lately, lately between us. Yeah. The Switch, PC gaming is like it it's a a great time to be a gamer. It is. It's a beautiful time to be a gamer. It is. Weirdly enough, if you have a Famicom from 1985 from Japan, guess what? You're getting a new game as well. It's older than that. Yeah, it really is. I said 85 and I was really hoping you were going to correct me. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. No. So, we're getting Battle Kid. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. We're getting a cartridge for Battle Kid. Obviously, this is a homebrew game. Um, 
The reason that um, we even know about Battle Kid. Oh God. And honestly, you need to look this up. Look Jennifer up, dumped me. Look up Game Grumps Battle Kid. Watch, we haven't even played it on our wa- channel. Watch all three episodes. It's hilarious. It, it makes me it cry. Is so funny. I, I, you know, I'm gonna go watch it when we're done. I podcast. know you will. Oh my god, it is unbelievably hard. Yeah, like to a point that. John you, won't even play. I it. probably will never play this game. Or if I, you do, it's not going to be the whole game that you try and get no, through. No, no, no. If I can get, uh, let, let, me, let me put this out there. Go watch the game grumps. Do it. If and my my goal to myself, if we just do decide to do this, either streaming is to get that far, is to get past it. Oh, if I can get past Aaron, then that's a then W. You've won, and then I've won. <laughs> that is my. That will be a goal if it's something that people want. Yeah, I will do it. You think I'm pissed off and angry at crash bandicoot and cuphead we're gonna have to go buy another controller because i will snap something in half because of battle kit and that's why i haven't touched it yeah that is exactly why that and we're still trying to not say certain words and you would get super mad yeah there there is a word that starts with an f that i would literally drop so hard ends with a ck yes fire truck fire Sorry, UCK. <laughs> oh crap, I'm gonna have to do that now. Instead of saying that word, bleep myself out, I'm just gonna go fire truck. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Holy crap. I've That's- seen that a few times. What word starts with an F and ends with a UCK? And it's fire truck. Oh, that's I oh, love it. Oh, that's good. So much. I, I hate myself that I want to buy this Famicom cartridge though. It's really cool looking. Like it's, the art on it is so it cool. It's green and that's yeah. It, it's a it's like Mega Man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is a yeah. Ode, Battle Kid is a like a ode to Mega Man. Yeah, but on harder. acid and like steroids, and it's yeah. just an absolute like trip of a it's insane hard game. Hey, Brandy, I know you want us to uh, get into the world of Warcraft, and I'm not against this. I'm but, not. But she has a very good question. Like, do we, do we have, have the time? time? And the answer to that is not right now. Probably no. Probably never. Well, I mean, if we could ever get this to be our job, then I would absolutely oh, yeah, I would make too. this a part of our weekly routine. So, okay. Blizzard. Blizzard does well, right? I don't know. Yeah, they do. Sorry, I don't know why I just blanked out on who does wow. Oh my god, like, yeah, I don't it's know Blizzard. who it is. It's You're supposed to know these things. I, I, yeah, that's right. So what's cool about this is World of Warcraft is now going to a subscription base where it's $15 a month and you get all the old worlds, all the old like expansion packs and everything. You don't have to buy the base game and all of these expansions, all the expansions and still pay the money to play online. Yeah, I actually did that. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's a very cool way that that way you can get people in like us who Look at it and go, that's way too much for me to handle. Yeah. It really is. And but I'm very interested in it because I just like games. I, I want to know what yeah. people play and why people play said games. Yeah. So I think this is really cool that you there's no it, upfront fee. It sounds like if you want the newest the newest expansion, expansion you have to you pay. have to pay for yes. it. But that being said, if you wait long enough, I'm sure that it'll be a timed included in the subscription. Yeah, I don't see that not I I do I mean, see it, that happening. It, it might be one of those you have to wait until the next expansion comes out yeah. and then all the old the ones the, before it are included. Yeah. And but like if you're just starting WoW, you might as well just play, play up to up to that point. Unless you have friends who are in the new one. And then that also being said, we might be saying up play up to the new one because that's how we that's how we view DLC yeah. expansion packs. It might not be that at all. I don't, I, I don't know. know how WoW works. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just kind of dig that it's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to pay $60 plus $15 a month. Yeah. Now you just have to pay $15 a month, which most people who play WoW, you get the dollar per hour oh, yeah. concept. You spend more than 15 hours a month in that so game. So I, I think that's actually really kind of cool. I mean, if, yeah. if pay, not pay to win, pay to play games as a service kind of runs like that. Yeah, where you can get, like, it might not include the newest, the newest stuff. One, which is fine by me. I think that's a good way to do it, but... I'm okay with that. All the back... I'm still shocked that Xbox has decided to put all of their newest games in Game Pass. Game Pass. That's insane. 
That is absolutely insane, but I, I absolutely love it. Like, I figured that they would be like, oh, well, you have to wait like three to six, six months, months before it and comes then up. it'll be included in Game no, Pass. No, we're going to day and date it. Side note, that has made Xbox a billion dollars. Oh, I believe it. That it, Game Pass alone is almost single-handedly saving Xbox from the end of the world. And honestly, Xbox is the best place to play with friends. Yes, it, it really it really is. It's, like Xbox and PC. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I mean, the rumors of a new Xbox, we already talked about it. But I think Xbox is doing the right thing of getting ahead of everyone else, of saying, hey, we're actually making one. Yeah. Just kind of getting that thing up there. But you're I, you're right. Xbox is the easiest. Xbox Live is the easiest way to play with friends. Yeah. Game Pass is fantastic. And I like that Blizzard took kind of that cue. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. But well, they looked at what other people are doing and how are they earning money? Yeah. How are they earning money? And this makes sense. Like, yeah, you don't have to pay. I, I love that. You don't have to pay 60 bucks now to get into the game yeah. on top of the 15. Just pay the 15 and download what you need. Yeah. I, I Yes. I'm one, OK with that. 100 percent. Oh, Stardew Valley. Oh, Stardew Valley. I have actually not played Stardew Valley the, this last week. Yeah, you've been working on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I jumped back into Kingdom Hearts hard because I was just like, you know what? I need to beat this. You need to beat it. Before. Before three. Before three comes out in January. Yep. I think you can do this. But it looks like Stardew's multiplayer update is coming. It's officially coming. To Steam on PC. beta. No, the beta is already the beta is already there. Oh, it is. The beta has been going oh, on for months. Oh, yeah, it has been. I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, it's the official. It's out of beta. Here's the update. Multiplayer okay. is coming in August, August 1st. OK, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, so with this, you can either kind of just help your friends out as a farmhand. Uh-huh. Or if you get a cabin on the host farm. Mm hmm. Then you can actually like go through and play the entire game and help them out. Okay, that's that's cool. what I'm understanding. Uh, the other thing that I think is really cool for the multiplayer is you can actually marry your friends. Yeah, I I, I dig that. And the other funny part, you can divorce them too. <laughs> divorce Ooh. is a real thing in Stardew. Ooh, <laughs> how do you separate everything out? Yeah, like weird. Like, if I divorce you in Stardew, do I want to divorce you in the real life? Well, that took a dark <laughs> turn. God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You'll never find anyone better than me. No comment. Aww. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Aww. No, I know you. But yeah, that, that's that's funny. I Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because, I mean, Stardew is a life simulator almost on a farm. But yeah, I mean... Ish. Yeah, if you can marry someone, yeah, I guess it would make sense yeah. to divorce them. Well, too that's a already a thing. Like, if you marry one of the characters, you, you can, can also them? divorce them. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Why did I know that? That's cool, though. Because you're not very far in the game. I'm really not. I'm really, really not. I, I want this. It, obviously, if this has come to Steam and PC, it should be right around the corner. The for... multiplayer is supposed to come to the Switch before the other consoles. Yes. I would th I would think the multiplier for the Switch is probably an October ish thing. October November. Uh, possibly, I could see it even being as late as like January. Yeah, that's true. Because you got to let the Switch get their online multi their oh, online services yeah. up. Yeah, forgot about the online Switch yeah. online. That so makes, we'll yep. see what happens. All right, something I'm excited for because I'm I hate my life is yeah, uh, we still haven't gotten into still haven't gotten into it. Monster Hunter uh, yeah. is coming to the Switch. That's awesome. I want to get into a Monster Hunter game. Still trying to get into the one on the 3DS. But Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC armor is also coming for it. Yeah. Monster Hunter. I think Monster that's great. Monster Hunter on the Switch. Why not? Because yeah. it's going to be cool. Master Sword, the blue tunic. Yeah. Champion's tunic, I think is what it's called. Yes. So The Champion's tunic and hood, I believe, are both coming. Uh, also, you can have your Palico dress up as a Kurok. That's cool. I, I think I like what Capcom is doing with their yeah. different partners that it's they're so bringing. Cute. I mean, you had Mega Man on the PlayStation One. Well, that's also by Capcom. Yeah, that's also by Capcom. <laughs> but I, I like that they're everyone's quote unquote kind of playing nice with everyone. Like, oh, let's yeah. give the fans this because they they deserve something. Let, but on PlayStation, let's do. Uh, didn't Monster Hunter have something from Horizon? I think they did. Uh, yes. So on, yes, play they did. on PlayStation. Um, and apparently previous 3DS installments have also had armor from like Metroid, Fire Emblem, and the Star Fox series. Fire Emblem would have been cool. Yeah. 
And yeah, Monster Hunter World has had outfits from Street Fighter, Devil That's May Cry, right. and Horizons. Okay. So yes, you're right. Cool. I, I like that little little yeah. nods here and there for the fans and other developers are like, yeah. I mean, I at like the end of the, the day, we're trying, yeah, we're trying to help our fans and give them something that they like. Yeah. I, I, I dig that. So I, I can't wait for that to come out because I will probably buy it and lose more time. Oh, absolutely. We're going to buy two copies. Yes, we are. Have to. So let's get into this big topic. Or just a little different. It's a little different this time because it's something we're both excited for. So excited. So excited for because we finally got a good trailer. Yes. We're talking about Doctor Who. Yay! And my God, I am 100% sold on. Oh, it looks so cool. Jodie Whittaker. So, okay, here I'm going to preface this by saying I believe how they're going to do this one. And I told Rose this is this is the. Best way I can put it is new age doctor. Yeah. Because it's all different. Like yes. there's going to, and Jody, we're not going to go back to any of the previous enemies. No, not, none of the previous planets. None of the previous yeah. times. Other than earth, I guess. I, earth would be the only one. And then no allies that the doctor had before yeah. this. So this is the new age doctor at the beginning when it was Eccleson to Capaldi. That was the reinvented doctor or reboot the rebooted doctor. And come now? back from the wild years because from 1989 to 2005 is called the wild years. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because there was no Doctor there Who. Was no, oh, yeah. There was no Doctor Who. So, yeah. So, this Jodie Whittaker with uh, Chris Chib- Chibnall? Chib- Chib- I don't know. C H I B N A L L? I don't know where you're looking. Should be right there. Oh, Chibnall? Chibnall? That's my guess. Best that, guess. That's your best guess? Uh, he's the showrunner. The showrunner who's do- who did Broadchurch, which. Amazing. So far, what we watch. Yeah, absolutely all amazing. three episodes all three that episodes. we've watched. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really but is. I, I, I love this. I I was not afraid of it. I was a little like, I wonder what they're going to do. That yeah. was my concern of how are they going to do this or how are they going to do everything? And yeah, but John also got hit over his fear of a new doctor. A new doctor with, with, with Smith. Matt Smith. I didn't care for Chris Eccleson. I loved. I didn't hate Chris Eccleson, but he was just kind of there. There. Yeah, I loved uh, Matt Tennant. David, David Tennant. David Tennant. I love David Tennant. That's and like, funny. I actually slowed down because I didn't want to lose David Tennant. Yeah. And I, I know I've said this on the podcast or at least on Couch Capades is that first episode with Matt Smith when I was like, all right, I got to do this. Yeah. That end scene where they're like, I am the doctor and I'm going to protect this world. And they, sh- they just flash back to all of his regenerations. Yeah. And like ten- and Tennant. No. Smith walked through Tennant's face and it's like, I'm the doctor. I'm like, I'm done. We're good. We're safe. I can keep on watching <laughs> this and love this. And which I, is hilarious was, because he actually won me over from his regeneration scene. Did he? Yeah, that's that's cool. Like just the first time that he said something, and when he was like feeling his face and all I will, that, I was just like, oh, "It's gonna be a fun doctor." And I, I I remember that one when I saw it. I'm like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, all right, he's not gonna be as moody as Tennant is. Which I'm yeah. like, I'm cool with this. And he was touching like, it's and crazy. he touched his chest, and he's like, "Damn." Yeah, I love that. Like, oh, I wanted to be a woman. It's hilarious to me how just the regeneration scene will make me happy for a new doctor. Yes. And, and you're right, because I because it, I mean, Jodie Whittaker's regeneration. Didn't she just, go like brilliant? Brilliant. And it was like, all right, we're in. I was just like, yes. But yeah, this trailer I, you were telling you were telling me this and I agree. I like this is you love the color palette. Yes. Of the what new season, the, the new season where it's blues and golds yeah and like very warm and inviting colors and you're like we're gonna be okay this yeah. is gonna be awesome i i i love people need to go watch the trailer if you're a doctor who fan yes especially what got me was listening to uh jody whitaker's voice and she's literally like i everything's new to me i don't know these people these new planets this new I time have a completely new body i've got a completely new body but i love that she's like but will you be my best friends or something to that? Yeah. Effect. And how will you be my friend? Will you be my friends? And how weirdly I hopefully this doesn't come out of context. <laughs> like what I'm about to say child esque, like the wonderment of a child. Like, will you be my friend and go on this adventure with me? Well, just something that's always how the doctor is when the doctor first regenerates. Yeah. It's something how her tone of voice said that, like, this is the wonderment of something new. And I'm like, it's the equivalent of, Draw me a sheet. Draw it. Yes. From the little prince. Yes, it is. It's and just I, such a childish question. And you're like, or a question from your childhood of, Hey, will you be my friend? Will you be my friend? And I like how she said it so soft, but 
Like it was very poignant that I, I almost out loud said, yes, yes, I will. Yeah. Please, let's go on the, these adventures together because I want to go. Which is hilarious because you were at work when you watched it and you had already been giggling that day at your dolphin man. Dol- <laughs> <laughs> There's a gif that John loves. We will post it on our social media. Oh, I love that gift so he much. He loves the dolphin love, man. He I starts love, giggling like I a child. I love the dolphin man so much. It's so funny. John, but- think about your dolphin man. <laughs> Every time. Every time. That's all I have to say. And he will be gone for a good 30 to 45 seconds. Oh, God, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. I My concern, I, and this is my only concern, and I've actually started seeing this on social media. We're missing a companion. But I'm okay with it because she blew up. She blew up. Yeah. We're missing the TARDIS. We are. Like that trailer did not show the TARDIS at all. We didn't even hear the sound of the TARDIS. The other funny thing. What's up? We're even missing the blue from the Sonic screwdriver. Yes. Because I, the Sonic has always been blue and occasionally red light settings. Yes. And usually and what's funny because. because oh, the Sonic is now orange. The, yeah. The Sonic is now orange, which I love. I think that's yeah. great. I love that. Is it, they're really going. This is all new. We we are rebooting, almost quote unquote, yeah. rebooting the Doctor. Brand new stuff. What I'm very not concerned by, but I'm what I'm interested in is because usually when the Doctor regenerates, they take the Sonic with them, and then they'll get their their version of the Sonic from the TARDIS. From the TARDIS. So where did she get because that Sonic? A, the Sonic always malfunctions a little bit for the new Doctor. Yes, because like the not, old Sonic. It, it, the Sonic screwdriver. Oh, I always relate plus, it to a wand from Harry Potter. Plus. It's not actually a new Sonic because they brought that out in the 50th. It's not a new Sonic. It's an upgrade. Upgrade. Okay. That's right. They it's did. always been an upgrade. But yeah. Where, so I'm interested to see how this becomes an upgrade. Yeah. Where's Capaldi's? Because Capaldi's was blue, like three, four blue blocks at the very top mm-hmm. of it, which was really cool. Cause, and he only had that for a season. It was like a prism. Yeah. It was a prism. And it was only like a season or so because he, yeah. he held on to Matt Smith's. A lot longer than oh, I okay. actually anticipated because I was like, oh, it'd probably be like episode five when he gets his Sonic. It was it, really cool. It, it was great. I love it, but his Sonic screwdriver. There was a little. reason that he had to hold on to it. Yes. Uh, I cried. Oh, so I much. Cried oh, my God. Such good writing. We are such uh, huge dorks. Yes. But okay. But seriously, watch it and you'll understand. Okay. Tell me, tell me something cool that I know you found out that Jodie Whittaker did on. Okay. Yeah, this so, is so cool to me. There is. Uh, okay, so Ashley Eccleston, Eccleston or Eccleston, I can't remember right now, uh, has developed a clothing line. Uh, Ashley Eccleston was the voice of Ahsoka in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, she developed a geeky clothing line. Sorry, Clone Wars. Oh my Clone God, Wars. that's right. Yeah. Uh, about that. She developed a clothing line for geeky girls called Her Universe. I love Her Universe. They have... Uh, her universe stuff at Hot Topic, Box Lunch, Think Geek, uh, or you can just go to the website. Um, great quality, this, that, and the other thing. I can't wait to lose some more weight so that I can actually start investing in these clothes. Yeah, they look awesome. Excuse me, I'm about Yeah. Um, and so every year at Comic Con, they have a Her Universe fashion, uh, show. fashion show. Yep. And, you know, I follow her universe. I follow Espionage Cosmetics, where I get all my nail wraps from. And they do the hair and makeup because they're makeup artists. Yeah, I love uh, that. For the, uni- for the Her Universe show. And, oh, Her Universe is now our universe. They're making things for kids and for guys. Yeah, I, I'm, I haven't really dove into it yet. but Not I, yet. I, I want to see what they have. We're to- waiting for more stuff. Yes. So... At the so you know they've already come out. Her universe is making the coat that Jodie Whittaker has mm-hmm. in her first promo picture. Yeah, like they're making that coat, the pants, the shirt, all of it. Which is all owed to Doctor Who doctors before before yeah. Jodie Whittaker, which is I fantastic. Lo- I, I love that. It's great. So the way that they premiered this n- new set on the n- runway, on the runway, was Jodie Whittaker walked out. Yes, like in. These clothes. And she she literally looked like she had too much fun. Oh, and she had her Sonic with her. Yes. Like she was almost dancing and like yeah. posing. And it was really cool. It was so cool. And, and it's something like the it's uh, while this is a big thing for Jodie Whittaker to do and just the fans to see. Yeah. It's awkwardly a very small touch to me where it's like Jodie Whittaker has literally taken the doctor and this is my doctor. Yeah. From step Just, one. And we don't worry. 
be my friend. Yeah. Take my hand and let's go. I love it so and much. And there's something so endearing about that that I I cannot wait to watch Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Like I'm getting to the point where she might beat Capaldi. Capaldi's there's my a favorite. And she's like getting to that point of I think she's got a lot of Matt Smith's <laughs> Doctor of the Wonder David Tennant because and she knows David Tennant. She knows so David well. Tennant because they were in Broadchurch together. Yeah. So I, I feel like she's going to blend a lot of that together, but be her. Yes, and somewhere because that's th- what you need for th- the Doctor. That's what you need, one hundred percent. And I, I cannot wait for this. And it, I'm so excited to see three companions again. Yes, like I'm going back, like I said earlier, watching the classic Doctor Who's, mm-hmm. and the three companions is actually. A nice little touch because that way you have the two companions who are almost always really good friends. Yeah. And the doctor teams up with the third companion. Uh huh. And like you almost always have those groups split up and it's interesting to see them split differently too. Okay. Interesting. Just all the interactions between the four of them. Okay. It's really cool to see. Yeah. I, I, I've been, cause I, I, I didn't, I've, it kind of shocked me. When when I had two companions because it was Rory and and Amy Amy and I was like, what is going on? I'm very confused. Yeah, and I, then although I got, technically you had Rose and Mickey before then. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, I forgot about Mickey. I didn't yeah. like Mickey. Eh. Mickey was okay, but that we're being we're being dorks right now. One hundred percent, we can say, cannot wait for Doctor Who. Absolutely, Jodie Whittaker. You you've hit a high pedestal already. Like yeah, you've knocked you've checked off some stuff that I wasn't expecting you to check off before the season before even the started. Season started. I figured I'd fall in love with you in the sense of oh this is great I absolutely love it. Yeah. Probably episode four five usually because that's how long it takes yeah. for you people to kind of understand Get used the doctor to. And, and also for the doctor to fall into their role. Yeah, I have this weird feeling that it's going to take half an episode, maybe Probably. one, just for her to go. All right, I got this. Got this. Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I cannot wait. No release date yet. Not yet. I'm sure it's going to be like October, September. I think probably it's usually when it comes out. All right. You have anything else? No, that's it. That's it. All right. We are the Couch of Randomness. Thanks for stopping by. We're on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Stitcher, Google Podcast, Google Podcast. Yeah, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify. We put this video up on YouTube on Tuesdays. Like it on Mondays. On Monday. God, Mondays. yeah, it is Monday. Uh, please like it, leave us a review, subscribe to us. Uh, this week, we are starting to stream on Twitch. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Monday, come to Twitch. Couch yeah. Capades plays 7 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, we're going to stream on Mondays and Wednesdays. Yes. If we decide to change the days, we'll let you guys we'll know you on know. our social media. Yes. Social media, we are at the geek level. On Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, I was like, is Just there anything else? Yeah, and then we talked about streaming let us know what you want us to see us play we're in for anything pretty much uh and past that don't forget always level up see you next week bye